Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, We are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, athen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadet. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. Okay, all righty. Thank you, Naima, for letting us know that we were muted. And so we want to make sure that uh, our listeners are hearing us. So I hope that we have sound now. Okay, very good, very good. So we welcome you who are here uh, from Facebook uh, and uh, 
Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, we can hear. You know, we're newbies, but we're excited because we are throwing ourselves in the challenges of the uh, Internet and uh, digital, digital communication and all because it is a new age, and we we really deprive ourselves. We, we just don't want to get into it because it's, it, it, it's what we do. It's, the, it's a new way of life now. And um, we want to join, ask you to join with us in conversation today because some of us, we uh, have very negative ideas about the, com, uh, the computer and Internet, Facebook, with the TikTok and, oh, my God, pen, pen treats. You know, my our kids, they're all over the place on it, okay? Uh, YouTube. Uh, but I'm beginning to find out that it depends on how much you understand and how you're seeking. It's almost like a spiritual thing. They say, seeking you shall find. So if you're not aware that you can find good things, then you're not going to necessarily look for that. But some of us are very negative, and some of us um, seek it without our even knowing. Like I said, I had to be checked out twice this morning about my words, right? Because we have these habits, and habits are something that we do automatically. We're not aware of them. Um, you made an excellent point, uh, uh, Sister Rosemary, about about that, about the state of, of our mind. And the state of our mind is really what creates the state of our family. It creates the state of whether it's peace or harmony in our family, in our community, in our city, nation, other world. And when, and that's something that I really love about um, Rosemary because she works with these powerful conversations. So she's very sensitive to those things. And, uh, can you give us a little bit more feedback about uh, this this norm about that our society has for negativity and the importance of us shifting and taking ownership of our thoughts, taking ownership of our minds, and uh, and not making that norm for us? Um, let's see here. Um, the state of our mind, like as you said, has everything to do with the state of our union. I'm just going global, but the thing is the state of our life, the state of our family, the state of ourselves, how we act and react to, certain situ- to any situation, really. Um, so the primary cause of suffering is forgetfulness. Because we have forgotten that we are spiritual beings, mm. living in a spiritual world, governed by spiritual laws. It is important that we realize spiritual laws so we can follow these laws, not only the physical laws, now our physical goes by the physical laws, but our spirit goes by the spiritual laws. And there are, um, why don't we play, can we play that clip so well? Sure, sure, we can, we can do that because, because that, that will definitely uh, help us to give an understanding of, of, of the kind of news and the impact that it has. I, I have a news clip from a uh, a recent situation that occurred here in Chicago, actually not too far from my community. I would say it was in my community. And I was not even aware of it, but someone came to me and spoke to me about it, and I asked them to uh, to share with me the, the link so I could see it. And before I tell you what my feelings are, uh, I would want you to just watch it. 
and see what is your reaction with this and how do you feel. Can we have that now? We're here. You can call us at 515-605-9325. And if you want to, and we're hoping inviting you to be a part of our conversation, just press the number one on your keyboard and it'll open it up. So I'm going to ask uh, Sharon, would you open up that, share that clip, please? Hello. We're supposed to have some help here. <laughs> All righty. Well, go on and, and continue, and we will uh, and we will get that as soon as we get this started. Okay, so the clip is really referring to uh, something that happened. I think it was on Seventy Ninth Street. Uh, yeah, Lee's funeral home. Do we have that clip, Sharon? He's coming up with this right in a minute. Let's see. Bear with us. We're so glad that you joined us. Be fair with us. Because we hear hear a lot of that and I hear a lot of these things and, and it's continuous. And from my understanding, I've had some police officers when I go into the community uh, uh, the community policing meetings, they said that that's just the tip of the iceberg with what we see on the TV and on the news feeds just the tip of the iceberg, because they they do not want to just overload the people, but nevertheless, even what they do bring, it, it, it is much. It is much to be to be dealt with. It's like um, what's happening now and what are we doing in the meantime to, as we are uh, waiting, I guess you say, waiting for something better to happen? What are we doing in the meantime? What are we doing, the public? What are we doing? So a lot of this, uh, when you hear the clip, you're going to understand more. It's, uh, you know, our young people are, <laughs> our young people are, are selling drugs. And they realize uh, the, the negative magnitude that's happening in society. I mean, and we are shooting the shootings and the, uh, Mm-hmm. What's happening? You know, it's not just that one person. You're affecting the family of that one person. You're affecting the neighborhood of that one person. You're affecting everything. And for what? For a few dollars? For a few extra dollars? And, and I, you know, it's really awful that our young people are out here doing this, wrecking our areas. They have, these are very intelligent young people. And they should, I would, you know, they can be entrepreneurs of their own legal business, okay? Because it shows that they're very smart to do it. They're using intelligence to do the things that they're doing. But you know what? But you know what? Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, but Rosemary, you know, you know, um, I'm, I'm hearing you, but what what we have here is a, a, a demonstration that it's not always money involved. It's, it's not all, all, all the time money involved. It's, it's sometimes vengeance, unforgiveness about some ways. The other word they use is retaliation. And, uh, and, and then we have another thing that, that we're going to work with this because I want you to see this clip 
Because when this uh, young man from Leaks gets to showing us, showing us his feelings, the deep feelings, this was on 79th and Cottage Grove. So I don't know, um, maybe we won't be able to show it. I don't know. I know that um, we did have it ready prior to, but it's technology for those of you who uh, are being with us here on Facebook. And those of you uh, who are listening to us, you will be able to uh, see the audio of that. But he's speaking about, uh, we all are familiar with Leek's Funeral Home uh, here in Chicago. Uh, It was here before I even came because I'm a native of New Orleans originally. And when I came, there was a Leek Funeral Home. (laughs) So it's been on 79th Street and Cottage Grove since my coming. And so uh, here is a second and third generation of families who are concerned about how the business on that in that area is being impacted by violence. And sometimes we don't think about beyond the actual act. We hear it, and then in a few days, it's another news, another news sheet about something else terrible that has happened. But the families, they suffer for a very long time, you know, for a very long time. I know when, when I lost my son, and, and, and Rosemary, just think about this, the insensitivity of, of people. I had to take off from work. And um, when I got back, oh, we have it now. I'll finish the story. Yeah, oh, very good. Yes. Like that. Captain in front of my place. 
curse or every emotion on I think that was Mr. Lee, right? Yeah, second generation maybe second or third generation because he had the son okay. there. Yeah. In fact, I think that he's the third generation uh there and so that's four generations with the son there. Very, very deep heartfelt uh, feelings, you know. Mm-hmm. And anguish. Literally anguish. And so he is not a member of the family of anyone who was lost, but he is a business owner. And he says that this trend has picked up in the last two years. So that's one of the reasons why I thought it was important, because even though we hear every now and then, there is an escalation of negativity that's increasing. And as you said earlier in the beginning, we are focusing on solutions outside the physical and all everything else and forgetting that we are human beings, but we're, we're, that we're spiritual beings having a human experience and we are guided by spiritual law. And we've forgotten that. And we'd like to hear from some of you about what you felt yeah. about that. So press number one and let us know what your comments. Yeah, press, press, one, press one, number one, you're on Block Talk Radio, uh, uh, the 515-605-9325. Press number one if you wish to be a part of this conversation. And those of you who are with us on Facebook, we ask for your comment as well. And you can type it into the chat, and we will pick up your uh, pick up your response as well. So we're hoping that you can be a part of this conversation because we know, as he has stated, Mr. Leek has stated, we've got to do it. The solution, their answers are with us. Here at the Female Solution, one thing we realize that as females, we have not been very strong participants in much of the architect of our society operations, but we're moving into that place of leadership, moving into that place where we can be heard. And uh, and I'm happy with our CEO, uh, Sister Naima uh, Latif for allowing us this space to come in on Saturday. Um, one of the changes and strengths of Reverend uh, Rosemary is her two chests and uh, in her powerful conversations. And so I really uh, appreciate her presence. And we want to be able to talk about this semen norman negativity in our society and shift into taking ownership of our own thoughts. We need to talk about it. And maybe we can just continue with our chat and some of you will get a better idea of what it is that we are, you know, advocating at this point. Because uh, spiritual beings, then some of us, you know, you, we reference uh, some of the scriptures that uh, the way sure uh, Jesus said, you know, seek and you shall find. 
the door will be open. Say you have not because you ask not. This brother, uh, Leek, he says that he has prayed and his carpet is worn, <laughs> worn by his knees. And I'm quite sure you have had your uh, share of, of prayers and, and tears in, in the loss of a loved one. But something has happened. Something has happened and it's escalating. And we want to hear from you. But your thoughts about that uh, going on? We have uh, 9644. You have a comment to make? We're welcome to our show. Tell us who you are. Uh, 9644? Yes. Can, uh, <clears throat> can you hear me? Yes, I can. Thank you for calling. Your name and where are you calling from, please? Yes, that was uh, Spencer Leak III. I love him, his son, and his father. They're wonderful people. Who's Andrew Nelson? Andrew Nelson, and you are from Chicago, or? Yes, I um, I was at a memorial service at the Baha'i Temple a few weeks ago, and I said that. The human entity is a spirit being at its um, core, and we have to um, get more into ourselves and our divine purpose. Exactly, exactly. And and how would you describe what our divine purpose? You know, because even though I'm I'm familiar with it, I find that so many of us are not aware of our spirituality. We're aware of religion, but we do not understand our connection to the spirit and the governing of it. And and how, as uh, Reverend Rosemary mentioned earlier, we forget these things. There are consequences, you know. So what, in, in your mind, would be uh, that spiritual purpose that you feel that um, we need to... Uh, come into our youth. We call it our divine purpose. You know, there are two forces in the universe, one divine, the other satanic. And these um, forces are always, um, you know, kind of going uh, against each other because that's the uh, nature of things. There's a concept or phenomena called the um, laws of nature and of nature's God. And I think that the laws of nature and of nature's God, which is the wording that Thomas Jefferson, uh, you know, invoked in the uh, Declaration of Independence, um, will preclude what is called transhumanism. See, the satanic forces globally are trying to um, have their own uh, wrong-headed sense of immortality. They're trying to live forever. But no one lives forever uh, in the real world. And in time, Klaus Schwab, founder of the World Economic Forum, will die physically. (laughs) So uh, these... um, Globalists are coming to New York City later on this month to try to really finalize and expedite their vision of what the world is supposed to look like. And 
in the faith of God, we have what's called the world order of Baha'u'llah, and that is the system of global governance that I subscribe to, and that's my thought. Well, that's really great. That's very interesting, and that's one thing. We, we welcome we welcome your thoughts, and because we know there's more than one way to see this, and and the uh, the spirit uh, is is one, it's just as the sun. But each one of you know, we don't realize that it's many beings, and all roads lead to that to that superior force. And I, I really appreciate that because you use words that I'm not familiar with, I haven't heard before. But definitely, I agree. And it goes back to us forgetting this. And there should be no conflict. So thank you. Thank you, uh, Brother Nelson. Thank you so very much. Uh, Reverend Rosemary, you have any comments you want, uh, something you want to say to uh, our brother here? Okay. All righty. What do we have here? Um Okay, well, thank you so very, very much. I uh, think we have a, a little Zoom challenge here, and uh, but we're going to continue on. We've got a, a commercial right now, so we'll take a break for our commercial. And thank you again, Brother Nelson. And again, we may ask you to call in to someone else, too, 515-605-9325. Okay, now we will go to our commercials and be right back. So don't stray away. Jody Susan of Susan Essentials is certified by the number one functional medicine doctor on plant-based healing essential oils, which are revolutionizing the way we manage our well-being. Schedule today to take control of your health. Hi, I'm Naima Latif executive producer of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We are a part of the online network of associated internet radio hosts, On Air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This is such a wonderful time to be alive and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face-to-face until we reach an agreement. On Air offers a fantastic global guide to communicators from all over the world who are using their Internet platforms to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace. Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On-air news affiliates in television, radio, and print share information, insight, and interviews with notable personalities. Go to onaireverywhere.com 
for a daily dose of uplifting news. We're on air everywhere, online all the time. All righty, all righty, all righty, all righty. Do you have a product or service? Take your business global and get new customers from around the world. Advertise on the Female Solution Radio Show. You may have a great product. You may even have a fantastic website. But how do you let people know you exist? Tell them. Promote your business on one of the most dynamic shows on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution. You'll reach an enthusiastic audience of more than 100,000 loyal daily listeners with a specially designed 30-second ad that will drive customers directly to your website. We'll send you statistics as tracked by Blog Talk Radio to let you know the numbers and demographics of those hearing your advertisement. Your ad will run during the live two-hour morning show from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, and it will be heard all day long by listeners who listen to the archived shows. You'll reach our worldwide audience on their laptops, iPods, iPads, and cell phones. Watch the orders for your product or service increase. Just go to our website, www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. And click on the radio advertising page. Send us your words. We'll create a 30-second radio ad and watch your business increase worldwide. Same thing will happen, okay? 
And when we are in fear, fear actually paralyzes us. So with our neighborhood, our people, we're there, they're in fear. Okay, that's not just fear of, of uh, being gone down, fear of another pandemic, fear of all kinds of things happening. So we have to stop being, being stopped because fear can just stop us in our track, okay? And so the opposite of fear is faith, just actually doing it, actually doing something better, okay? And indifference is uh, just not showing any interest, not caring one way or the other, just going about like it happened to me, okay? So it's not my concern. So we don't want that either. Um, and then sometimes we're just comfortable the way things are. We're just comfortable, okay? Yeah, and and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that 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 you're hitting on so many points. Yeah, comfortable, and yet I I have to come back and repeat each time. So many of us are in habits, and we're not even aware of our habits. Uh, you know, and we're not we're not aware of how we are all connected and how our behaviors do affect others. And it is far-reaching. I know we speak about it in our family, and I know my mom used to say, well, whatever goes in the family stays in the family. Whatever, And if you go outside, you all may fight in here, but I don't want you fighting in here, but if you must fight, you you know, you do it here, but you don't fight out in the streets among others. As a family member, you don't, because when you do that, you open for others to attack you. So some of the behaviors that we had, many of them are habits. And like I said, this morning I was corrected twice because I'm working on it. And there's another component. It's not just our actions, but how do we react to situations where corrections come or when individuals call our attention to something that we're doing? That is wrong. And how do we react to that? You know, sometimes our reactions are not as it should be. Is it loving? Is it with understanding? Is it with acceptance? Are we receiving corrections? Reverend Rosemary, what about these reactions? How strong are we are in being able to receive corrections? One of the things that we have to remind ourselves of um, is we should take full responsibility in our own life. Can you hear me? Yes. So we have to, I say this all the time, and I know it's redundant, but it's important. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So whatever it is that we are thinking, we are we are making decisions on these thoughts. And whatever decisions we make, we are behaving from those decisions, whether they are right, wrong, indifferent, or whatever it is. So we really have to become aware of what's going on. And we have to train our minds 
to think right thoughts, right thinking. And what are right thinking is right thinking is is thinking what God has already said. So we, there's a verse in the Bible that says, think on these things, things that are true, mm. pure, good, um, those kinds of things. Think on think on things that that are uplifting and encouraging and inspiring, not just to you, but to people around you. Okay, so um, when we do that, then we can um, do better. You know. Yeah, yeah. We we can. It's. It's. I think. I think. I think that that there's a need for an emphasis on that. If we want to see better, then we've got to do better. It's not something that is only to be exercised by the others, the people that we see in era. Uh, I. It, it, it's for us all to take responsibility as this shift has changed. It was another thing that the uh leak mentioned, uh and again, uh, a very outstanding uh community person that many of these homicides occur with young people and people and families have not put insurance out. You know, there's no insurance. But they're willing to uh have the services in, in all and to um and to have them not pay right there or pay in installments, pay in time. Uh, so that's a very generous, very generous of, of the business is practicing doing to others as you have them doing to you. And you can see he was also working hard to keep this, how about that word, institution? Keep that institution going for family members beyond. Yeah, we we uh, we forget we forget how our reactions and in every way impact on others and our need to be responsible for ourselves and corrections. Yeah, I, I I like that. So again, for those of you who are watching Facebook, call in if you want to ask a question, or you can. Type in your statements or comments, and uh, or call in five one five six zero five nine three two five, and press one on your phone for whatever comments that you have. We are really interested in you jumping into this conversation because these are things that uh, we want to to talk about, and also talk about how it has affected you. You know. What are some of the things that you know, do you realize that when you're comp- uh, always repeatedly exposed to negativity, that it drains your energy? Hello? So when you're tired, you say, well, I haven't done that much. Then ask yourself, how much news have you watched? How much uh, have you, how much conversation you've had in negative things? You know, uh, and it's called psychological fatigue. And there's no real second. Uh, you know, singular definition for it. You know, when you just drenched out, and <laughs> I'll come come home. Some sometimes I come away from a conversation that I went in full blast with excitement, and when I left, I felt like somebody had put a pin in it. <laughs> you know, so negative exposures uh, can drain you, and 
cause you, I guess you call it with brain dead, you can brain dry. So what are some of the things that we can do to help lift us up? Like I know this morning uh, after I was cautioned by two of my colleagues about something I said, two different occasions now, two different people, but yet I had found myself into saying negative, you know, offensive words, but just words while we, you know, I wonder what's going on. Uh, I hope this be okay and blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. Declare, declare a great day. Declare, you know, you know what you were talking about, talking about, Rosemary. Give us some of these affirmations that we need to uplift ourselves, got this fatigue, and get some energy in our lives. You went to foreclosure because of something, because you didn't pay the mortgage for whatever reason, okay? Your plants didn't just die. They died because you didn't supply them with water for the right life, is that right? Can I cover my face on that one? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the cat didn't just, didn't just uh, die or, you know... Had you noticed the cat's running around uh, pooping all over the place, or not in the litter, or or throwing up, and you know what I'm I'm saying that just to say things don't just happen, things happen just. So we have to become aware again of our thinking because our thinking actually what we think about we bring about. Yeah. So so that's what I'm saying. So the question is. So the questions we're asked we're asking yourself is how can I make a difference in my life? Because when I make a difference in my life, I'm making a difference in everybody's life around me. Mm-hmm. Okay? When I enlarge my circumference, I'm enlarging entire universe, my entire universe. I hope I'm making sense. I hope I'm not going off something because you kind of threw me off of my <laughs> All right, now back there, exactly. So, excuse me. So, so, what does the good life look like? What does the good life look like? Or what does prosperity? Prosperity is having the good that we want in our lives. Okay. Mm. You know, it says it works if you work it. All right, now. It works if you work it, and as a man thinks. Because out of the heart comes the issues of life. Mm-hmm. So what's in your heart? Ask yourself, what's in your heart? You see, so your heart is your subconsciousness, that place where your habits, that's your storehouse. Mm-hmm. We're not aware of what's in that storehouse, but it comes, but we're living from that storehouse, okay? We're living from that storehouse because the storehouse is a path of our, is our path, our thoughts and experiences. And we actually live from that place. So if we have been uh, raised up in an environment that was not conducive to good mental health, then mm-hmm. that went right into, your, into our storehouse, and we're acting out of that unclean 
mean or unworthy place. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important as a man thinks in tranquility. So we have to rethink what it is that we're doing. And we're not always aware what it is we have to rethink. Mm-hmm. So it's a big, big question, okay? So, you know, when, when I remember I would, when I was like a teenager or something, I would do things I thought it was funny. Hello. <laughs> the people I did it to, okay? It affected those people. I remember one time I, um, this, this, okay, okay. I'm confession ready. time, confession. <laughs>
Confession time. And I think I, I think it's important as adults. There's a song that Nat King Cole would say. He says, today you're young and too soon you're old. You know, we sing those songs, but it is so true. Once we have children or if we don't have children, time goes by really fast when we get involved and we forget about those days when we were growing up and how relative what young people are doing are are pretty much the same things we did. But we there was a moral fiber that was pretty intact that the adults, if it wasn't at home, people in the neighborhood, people at the businesses would challenge us with words like, you know, do unto others as you have me do, do unto you. Well, every every Friday, my teacher would say, okay, now, remember, go to church. And if you don't go to church, remember a family that prays together, stays together. So let's keep in prayer over the weekend. You don't hear that anymore. So even if you were in a family that was defunct and wasn't fun, why are you laughing, Rosemary? What? what? <laughs> are you still reflecting Yeah, yeah, and so it's important that we remember once upon a time when we were young people and parents and and guiding us was not relegated just solely to our family, our immediate family, but we had uncles and aunts and cousins and neighbors who would remind us about what appropriate behavior was. Now, did some people not listen? That's always going to be the case, right? they like some of the seeds that's thrown on concrete. But know that we had enough there that even in our thorny days, our young days, and our our days when we were in the midst and knew right from wrong, we still did naughty things just because it was fun. <laughs> well, for whatever reason. I know I had my time. But I also know that some of us adults are still in that state of mind. So can you share with us what your thoughts are? Just if you're here on the Block Talk, press 1, and you can share. Because these solutions, as uh, were shown to us earlier, we're going to play it again in about 10 minutes for those of you, because we have a number of people who come on, and we're going to play it again so that you can hear the heart of uh, Brother Leek, of Leek's Funeral Home, a business man. And and you know what I also want us to think of for some of us who are seniors? This is a young man. This is a young man. And so I take it upon my, myself and encourage us to let's take on another role of being parents and trusting in the spirit of the Most High within ourselves that if we're going to walk in that authority, walk in the authority of being a parent and, and, and speaking to them, whether they're 50 or 60 years old, 40 years old, to speak to them as, as our children because they are impacting on our generations and our grandchildren. And we, we want this legacy of caring and uh, good neighboring, loving of your neighbor as much as possible. And that we can do. That we can do. 
that we could do. If you want to have a comment, press in the one. Press the one on your uh, phone, please, and uh, hear from you. We have quite a few, and I want to welcome you here to Walk in Your Authority as we are encouraging you. I'm Mama Joy, and we have our Reverend uh, Rosemary Bookstein with us. And so you want to join the conversation. You can. Because negative news is what we're talking about today and how it impacts us when we're discovered that it can wear us out, make us fatigued, and it impacts upon our relationships. Feelings of fear, feelings of hopelessness, feeling of sadness, discontinuous, isolation. You know, when you pass through some neighborhoods and all the you see bars at all the windows and they have beautiful parks and, and no one's walking. Isolation. Uh, as uh, Brother Nelson had spoken of, and uh, even Rosemary, we invite you to come with a conversation because we cannot stay in isolation and stay away from the uh, situations that Shalom. we're doing. We've got to step out. Shalom. Is Nelson, is that you? Yes. You know, what that sister okay. Rosemary said is so very profound as it relates to this universal law of what people think and thereby purpose in their heart, that if you think about it, you bring it about it, or you'll, if you think it, you'll, you bring it about. And, um, gosh, I think that should be incorporated into the uh, school curriculum. I think that young children should be taught what uh, Dr. Rosemary just said as it relates to the power of thought and this whole dynamic of this universal law of what people think. Hmm. Perhaps she can repeat um, what she said as it relates to this universal law again. Please and thank you, and I'll be quiet. <laughs> thank you, Brother Nelson. Mm-hmm. Did we miss our commercial? No, we didn't miss the commercial. We'll have it in about four minutes, so you have time to answer uh, Brother Nelson's uh, statement. Did you hear? Did you? I heard most of it. Uh, well, I he wants you to repeat, uh, oh, oh, the universal law of uh, you bring about what you think about, and he is saying that that should be incorporated in the curriculum of our school. And, you know, I was just recently uh, speaking with someone, uh, Brother Nelson, uh, and they're working on a new concept for curriculum. It's called social-emotional learning. And academically, I always hear these things, but you know what? It's, they're not dealing with the mind, and, and they're not dealing with the thoughts that we have and how we bring about what it is that we think about. So, uh, Brother Nelson wants to hear your comments. Can you elaborate more on that? Uh, we're not um, we're not taught in school how to think. We're taught what to think, and that since we're taught what to think, and, and we are being we were are being programmed for the society. Okay, we're being programmed for a particular society. So. I'm not sure um, what I said um, <laughs> about, I think he was asking, I think I was talking about the law, mm-hmm. the universal law, and it 
ideas, what we think about, we bring about. Uh, hold on one second here. Uh, the universal law is uh, so universal law is the faculty of the mind that holds every thought and acts strictly to the truth of being, regardless of circumstances or environment. So the law. The law is a mathematical mathematical faculty. It places first things first. Mm. So um, what we think about, we actually bring about. So it's like um, we have to become aware of our thoughts, and we should be taught this in school to become aware. Absolutely, are kidnapped from their homes, smuggled away in chains, and held captive in a foreign land where they are tortured, raped, and forced to perform hard labor by the lash of a whip and under the constant threat of death. Slavery, the African-American psychic trauma. What happened to the doctors, writers, scientists, builders, educators, and spiritual leaders from Africa's golden age? Who did they really capture and sell into slavery? Are all African Americans suffering from psychic trauma because of a conspiracy to hide their true identities? Do you have psychic trauma? Take the test on page 22 of the book and see. Order it online today at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com and get your personally autographed copy of the book, Slavery, the African-American Psychic Trauma. 
We have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance, and protection, and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. Okay, one second. I uh, I had one more and I was working on it. But you know what? Yes, you go right on, my dear, and take the floor. Okay, so we're talking about um, really letting go, not holding on to things when we should let go. And the reason we're doing that is, and I think I mentioned that, we feel not in control.
when we learn to depend on God, we realize all things are possible. And this is not just for um, the topics that the thing I just said, but it's for everything. It's like for what we have to learn to let go of whatever it is that is hindering our growth. Um, at first, I was concerned with Psalm 20, 23, 7, 27, 3. Okay. Wanted to call it, just wanted to make sure that I made the verse. As a man thinks of the so is he. And that, that, uh, that's Proverbs 23, 7, for, for um, whoever that's proof, okay. Mm-hmm. What we think about, we actually do bring about, okay. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to know, make this really simple, things we think about, we bring about, the things we think about often, we bring about. Look around your life. These are things that we have been thinking about, and it has shown up right in our face, right yes. in our life. Our mm-hmm. finances, our relationships, our our health, our spirituality, all of this. So that's why it is so important to think only what God says to think. Now that sounds like, how can I do that? Well, think good thoughts, and when some other thought try to come into your your mind, think just replace it. You don't have to struggle with it; just replace it with of good thoughts, okay? So the main reason we have problems letting go is because we have forgotten who we are and we act out of who we think we are. So one question to ask is, who do you think you are? Have you ever thought about that? Who do you think you ask myself? Good question. Right. Did you want to say something about Who do no. I think I am? You see, we have a choice. Even when the situation is staring us in the face, we still have the choice of how we see or perceive what's going on that makes a difference in how we handle that situation, okay? So we're never alone. We have the choice to let God be our God. <laughs> the question you may be asking yourself, how do I let go? That's a good question. It's like, do I ignore what's right in front of me while I'm looking at this uh, report? I'm looking at this bed, this kid, you know? How do I... How do I let go? You know, just, oh, you, you say, what, what do I do? Just act like it doesn't exist? No, you don't ignore it. But you don't let it have power over you. You see, God is more than he is a solution, okay? So when you change your mind about whatever's happening in your life, because you have the choice to let go. No matter how difficult the situation appears, it is possible to let go. So the way we let go, listen, sounds really simple. The way we let go is just make a decision to let go. Make a decision to let go. But choosing to let go is what is what we might find difficult. And that's because we don't see the significance in making a decision. It's very important to make a decision. You see, there is nothing more powerful than a made-up mind. Decision gives the mind a place to go. And in actuality, we can do nothing anyway. So so sooner we let it go, the better. But in reality, which is God, all things are possible. Do you get that? All things are possible for those who believe. Okay. So we look at life most of the time as a mystery. We we don't know what to do, but when we realize 
once we come to understand that we have habits that have hardened us to hear, to feel, to connect, to care, to have compassion, letting go these things, once we come into the knowledge that we're spiritual beings and that we all are connected, and knowing that the power of our minds and what we think about, we bring about. And we are not exempt from the consequences. You know, uh, there's a saying that ignorance of the, ignorance of the crime does not excuse you from the consequences. It doesn't excuse you. And that's a spiritual principle. That's a spiritual principle. You know, uh, and um, it's something that I am so happy with this block. Even even with today, we've had some bumps. And we have some people who are faithfully still listening, and I'm going to encourage you to press that one and join the conversation. I'm asking for those of you who are watching Facebook to call in on 515-605-9325 and join the conversation or to the Facebook page. Because I'm going to present this video clip, news clip, one more time because many of you did not see it originally. And for those of you who are going to see it the second time, I'm going to ask that you, um, I'm going to ask that you listen with a different heart. Listen, I'm going to ask that you listen with a different heart, a different heart, a different, listen with a different heart that will help you to see, see God in action. And God in action is to listen, listen, being able to hear someone's heart. I think that so many times we think about that God and that that spiritual being and the heavenly host and all that is somewhere outside of us, somewhere. But it's right within us. And I want you to hear the heart of this man. God says, I'll give you the desires of your heart. And listen to the issues that he's bringing forth and find something to relate to and see if you can connect with the cries of this young man, this young father, not just a businessman. Because as we get older, if we're blessed to live long enough, we take on a natural position of authority. Because God has blessed us and we have wisdom. And that's the kind of position that Sister Rosemary, Reverend Rosemary, and Mama Joe is doing is to remind us and hang in with this young man when he says, we can bring a solution. But you've got to check in with the spirituality of your own divine purpose and be clear about what it is that God has called you to do, regardless of how wacky it may look or how wacky it may sound. But the reality is this. 
my sisters and brothers. You can only be who you were born to be. And if no one else can do what it is that God has put into your mind, into your heart, no one can do that but you. And so that is where your power, your protection, and your authority and your love of God will show up is when you're willing to show it up. Now, I need to uh, ask uh, Sharam, Brother Sharam, to get ready for this. And if this is your second time, listen with your heart and not just with your mind, as he pleads. Funeral homes, funeral directors across this city, across this state. This is not just happening in Chicago. This is happening in Atlanta, Philadelphia, uh, California. It's happening everywhere. What are we as a society going to do to help stop this? It's been upsetting for us, for my my father, uh, other funeral homes in the city. Um, for some reason, I feel this just started happening. I mean, this is a new trend or something. Um, years ago, we would unfortunately have a victim of a homicide, and they were the most peaceful funerals. You know, it was the other families that were happy. The uncles and the aunts, like the Hatfields and McCoys, they were the ones that would have the fights and, uh, and things like that. But the person who was the victim of a gunshot, the funerals were quiet. Just no problems. But for some reason, this year, last year, maybe COVID has, is a part of it. This is what's happening at these human services. And um, we can only do so much. When we know that there's going to be a, uh, a, a funeral at our funeral home for a victim of a homicide, we call the police. And most of the time, they graciously send a car to sit out front of the funeral home. And we thank the police for that. And that's what happened today. So from what I understand, the shooting took place right in front of the police. So what else can we do? You know what I mean? The police are out front. Um, We've called and we've let everybody know. We've let the family know that we're going to have the police outside. Are you okay with that? They say yes. The police are outside and this happened. What else can we do? I'm very upset. I mean, that name? That's my name on that building. And when things like that happen in front of my place, it affects my name. My son. Ooh. It affects my name. Ooh. It affects my name. I'm going to take over this place one day. It's a big deal. Chicago, you are, you all are ending generational, uh, you're, you're ending Generations of history, so to speak. Mm. That is an institution. This is an institution. We have done what we're supposed to do. Everybody says you're supposed to um, take care of your neighborhood. Heck, we bought the whole block. We're doing what we're supposed to do. Everybody else, you need to do your part. <laughs> we're doing our best. It's very 
hard. And not only are we not only are we doing this, we accept the crime victims compensation where families who lose a loved one uh, to a victim of crime, when they come to us, we do not charge the family. We wait a year, two years, sometimes even more to get paid. Um, so, you know, it's only so much it's only so much that we can do. Hmm. And yes, it does affect us. It affects this whole community. This seventy ninth and cottage Road, and this is my life here. I grew up going to that store right there getting some potato chips and 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 juice. My breakfast would come from that store, right, because I would get to work and I would have pancakes with the butter in the mix already. You know, this is my life here. You, These folks who are doing this are destroying lives, not just, not just with a gunshot, but emotionally and mentally and physically. And I'm tired of it. I am sick. My brother, my father, funeral home, funeral directors across this city, across this state, this is not just happening in Chicago. This is happening in Atlanta, Philadelphia, uh, California. It's happening everywhere. What are we as a society going to do to help stop this? You say you blame the police? I don't blame the police. The police can only do so much. It's, it's society. Society has to come together along with the police and end this problem. Is it jobs? Is it housing? Is it mental health? Um, it's something. I know it can be done. I know it can be done. I pray every morning. On my, I pray every morning as on next to my bed. There's a little. My carpet is worn because that's where my knees go every morning. When I'm praying for my my family, my business, our city. Stop the shooting. Thank Stop you. Thank you. Done if we all work together and do it collectively. Thank you so very much. Thank you very much. Thank you so very much. So the question is, what else can we do? What else can we do? What else can we do? So call in at 515-605-9325. Press number one to join the conversation. Press number one to text, yep. 515-605-9325. Please press in the number one. Also, Sharam, if you can press number one, if you wanted to add something to it as well. Because what it is, uh, Rosemary, is that sometimes when we hear the news, we say, oh, that stuff again. Oh, it's disgusting. But when we learn to listen to the heart, you can hear the spirit speaking. You can hear the spirit speaking and and calling up what it is that needs to be done. But before you can get a collective, you have to have an individual movement. And that is what we are encouraging as we remind you that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And every problem that we are faced with, know that the power of the solution is greater 
within each one of us as it is outside of us, and we have it. And if you have doubt about it, if you have doubt about it, then question why is that so? As you, someone was saying earlier, we're clapping our hands, we go to church. Everybody doesn't go to church. But knowing that you have a power within inside of yourself that can make a difference, knowing that we have that power, how can you tap into that power? Do you have a willingness or a desire to tap into it? Do you have a willingness or a desire to make a difference? Because if you're not willing, then it won't. And if you don't move, it won't change. There can be no change if someone doesn't make a move. So now we're right on the button for some more. Um, and right after this, we will be moving to the uh, last quarter of our day. And we want to thank each and every one of you who have been faithfully here. And we're just asking that you press one. Why do you fear? Come on, stand up. Let's hear from you. And if you don't want to tell your name, just let us hear your voice. Just press one, okay? So we'll be right back. So don't stray away, please. We all say we would like to be wealthy, but wealth isn't determined by how much money you have. Wealth is determined by your power to define what money is. The dictionary defines money as something used as a way to pay for goods and services and to pay people for their work. So how would you like to have access to an unlimited source of money? Money that is not taxed by the government. Money that increases as you share the opportunity with others. Money that you can use to pay for goods and services and pay people for their work. I'm talking about Bitcoin. It's the future of independent wealth building. Bitcoin is the new money that you control. Get started building your wealth. Call 312-849-3456. That's 312-849-3456. Susan Essentials is re-engineering what health looks like by leading you to the best wellness initiatives in the world. Start your coaching plan today and create a new paradigm of health. Click here to learn more. Jody Susan of Susan Essentials is certified by the number one functional medicine doctor on plant-based healing essential oils, which are revolutionizing the way we manage our well-being. Schedule today to take control of your health. Oh man, God sent the monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it. Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out and we're sitting up here all day in the dark. <laughs> Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God, the light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? Because we don't know how to use solar energy, the free energy from the sun. You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home 
and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456, and schedule a free consultation. That's 312-849-3456. I'm Viata, your Holistic Life Coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com, where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com, and I'm Viato. about finances, family, health, job, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down to earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul, whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code The Female Solution and get free shipping. That's ZeldaSpeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit ZeldaSpeaks.com. Hi, I'm Mama Joy. And I'm Reverend Rosemary. Join us every second Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m., Central Time, here on the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show for Neighborship of Joy. We'll have powerful conversations inviting women to walk in the light. So call in 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak to the host. You can also join us live on the Female Solution Facebook page and YouTube channel. We'll see you on the second Saturday on the Neighborship of Joy. Okay, we're rolling now, and thank you. Thank you so very much for your patience. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
All right, we're right back, and we're moving now to 25 minutes, and we're going to uh, cut in in the next few minutes and get back to uh, some of our promos from uh, the other hosts that are here on the Female Solution seven days a week. And uh, we work, what, seven, seven days a week, Monday through Friday from 7 in the morning till 9 a.m., and then on Saturdays we're here from 12 to 2 o'clock. So uh, we've got some more callers coming in. Uh, we did listen to a, for you, uh, you did hear the uh, emotional uh, plea of uh, Mr. Leak about his family and legacy. And uh, also he mentioned words like uh, institution, family institutions and um, his name. And uh, I just want to know, did you hear something different this time that you didn't hear before? Press one. Did you hear something or did you feel something different when he when you heard him this time, if you heard him twice? Mr. Nelson, are you still there? Just getting in tune, getting us in tune. So um, for some of you, uh, you missed the second time around, too. Uh, this is um, Mama Joy, Reverend Mama Joy here on the Female Solution, along with co-host Reverend uh, Rosemary Bookstein. And so um, we played it twice because we know we played it earlier, and we have callers that come in various times, and we want to make sure that they saw that. Because this is a very sensitive piece about how what are we going to do uh, and how we are going to bring about a resolve and solution to the upsurge of negative activities. And not only that, but how much time do we spend before the, uh, our, in our phones, our, at home, watching YouTube or watching uh, Facebook or watching news that is very negative, and we spend a great deal of time listening to these things. And, you know, uh, there's if too much of anything, it's not going to be good for you. Anything to the extreme, right? And so it does even with the news watching. And sometimes we're not aware of how much we have really invested or indulged in or digested. Because whatever whatever you lend your mind to, then you best know that uh, if it is not something that's good, it's not going to lead you to any different uh, results. You know, uh, you said that you're a man thinketh, so is he. So take charge of your mind and understand that there's a responsibility that you have. First to yourself. Take ownership of your emotions. You know, things just floor me would say, oh, he made me do that. He took me there and I just went right on with it. Well, that's not good health practices. <laughs> it's not good for your mind, for your body, for your heart. When we allow our emotions to be run or triggered by other people, Walking in our authority is knowing who you are. You may have forgotten 
But as you come into remembrance of who you are and what you are, then take charge and stand on that. And it's a daily, a daily effort, a daily effort to, to that much of what we have learned has not really been good for us. It's one thing, as Brother Nelson brought out, that some kind of way we as parents, and even if your children are not in the schools, one of the things is the schools, there is uh, an LSP council, a local school council, and it has a, compu- a co- not computer, community uh, representative position. So when school starts, find out about that because many of us do not have children in the schools, but their curriculum changes. And there is a spot where community people can get in and have your voice and your concerns voiced. And having our mind or having in the curriculum lessons, teachings that help one to take control of their emotions. As we said earlier, we as a people on the whole, have always been taught what to think and how to think on what we were taught and the strategies of how we are to do something based upon how we have been taught to think. But the Spirit is letting us know that we have a power and a force and a wisdom that is in us, particularly those of us who have been in a while. And we're coming to the understanding as uh, Reverend uh, Rosemary spoke about the firecracker incident, what we did as children, how we were in school, or even myself, <laughs> me, me tackling a, a sunflower on my neighbor's front lawn. She, I would see that sunflower, and I wanted that sunflower so badly, and every morning I would stand and I would talk to that sunflower, and I would say, I'm going to take you home. I'm going to take you home. I'm going to bring you in so I could see you all day. And, and the lady came to the door one day. She said, you know, I, I know what's on your mind. You better leave, leave from in front of here. But I would pass that every day, and I love that sunflower. And one day when I was coming home, I decided I'm going to take that sunflower. Now, you know that is really something, right? You think I didn't know I was wrong? But I did it. Anyway, I don't know if it was fun, but I tell you, it's not easy taking a sunflower down. I had no idea. <laughs> I had to battle because my little hands were were not large enough to take all the stem. Honey child, that sunflower was up there in my hands, and I was hustling and pulling. It just wouldn't give up. But I, after a while, it bent. It was no longer standing strong. And I said, I, 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 I didn't want the evidence. I, I, I just couldn't leave it down. I said, I got to take you with me. I mean, I had really gotten into that sunflower. I don't know how I did it, but I got strength from somewhere to rip and tap, and I felt so bad. But you know what happened, Rosemary? After that battle, and I didn't laugh. I, I felt accomplished, but I was tired because I had tongues so I had no idea the resistance that that flock. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to be a battle, but I was. I was determined, and I. I felt so shame, but after it went down, I felt bad, and I, 
I didn't know what to do, and I, I dared not leave it in the dirt. I just couldn't do that. So it, it, I, shame was on me before I even got home. But then I got home, and I realized, how can I put a sunflower in my house and not tell people where I got it, tell my mom and dad where I, where I got it from? So the sunflower was better staying it up there doing its thing. And I, the best thing I could do is just admire it. But for whatever reason, I felt I could take it home and enjoy it. And enjoy it. My God. What? <laughs> it, it just didn't work, you know. I, I don't know what I did. I think I took it and put it in the yard behind something and just took a peep at it, but I really didn't want to do that. I wanted it to be with me and love it and, and talk to it in my room. But I, I realized. <laughs> so at least you got a good laugh. I, 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 my actions didn't bring me any. <laughs> Talk about the battle of joy, the sunflower. Girl, please. But these negativity, you know, and, 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 and you get to that point where nobody will know. And you know what? I did not go around that lady's house anymore. <laughs> I took another route home. <laughs> but again, being influenced with, with other people and conversations and, and just not taking responsibility to do the right thing, uh, I, I did it. And, and, uh, and, and, and you know what? I held on that until I was grown and didn't realize that, uh, that was not a good thing to hold on to, you know, and and, and that's something to, to think about, too. The negativity of uh, which lies already in us because we've done things and we don't want to talk about it. We, we don't want to release ourselves from it. And, um, and it's there. It doesn't move. It doesn't go away. You know, I went to a colonic yesterday. I don't know if some of you are realizing. It's a colonic that helps to clean out the waste. And she said to me, she said, you know, um, men are different than women. Women hold on to things much more than men do. Men know how to let it go. <laughs> and it also works in the cleaning process. You can go to several therapies of, of, of cleaning out the waste in, in your body but it takes so much more, more, more times for a woman simply because we hold things. We hold things in. So, ladies, let's start learning how to release, to get more healthy, and develop coping skills from wherever we can find and, and be among positive people or as much as you possibly can. Sometimes your family is that way too, but... It's a job, and it's not that easy. Some people say it's easy. How easy is it for you, uh, Rosemary? Yeah, we have power. Power is the idea of divine mind, authority, and dominion. We have. And we have the, the our power is the ability to do. It is the ability to accomplish, to produce, and power to master. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the power, power is the ability.
ability to do. To do what? You might ask yourself. This is the ability to do any and everything. It takes energy to do everything, okay? So, as a simple, a thing as simple as blinking your eye takes energy, right? Energy is life, and life is the activity of God moving in and through us. Energy is also um, flowing out of the yard without permission. <laughs> okay. Energy is also the ability to accomplish. Accomplish what, you might ask? Well, accomplish anything and everything. Whatever is accomplished takes power, energy, and that energy is the power of God. All energy is God energy, okay? Yeah, yeah. The power, power. It's power. There's only one power. Only one power. That is right. the power of God. Mm-hmm. And power is also the ability to produce. Produce what? Produce any and everything. We cannot produce anything without the power <clears throat> of God, okay? Mm-hmm. Power is the ability to master. Master what? Any and everything. Nothing can be mastered without the power of God. All power comes from God. The way we use this power comes from us. Okay? So all the power that we use comes from God. And God has given us the power to use His power. Therefore, we have all the power we can ever need. Mm -hmm. So we have personal power. Mm-hmm. Okay, our personal power. What are you doing with your personal power? The personal power is following through. It's taking action. You know, we say we're going to do something, and do we do it because saying and doing are not the same thing. Okay? I'm sure you know that. Okay, so um, so personal power is following through. It's taking action. Not just thinking about it. But actually moving on those thoughts, otherwise you are misusing your personal power, okay? Let me give an example. We get this great idea, and we began to move, we began to move it around in our mind. And we reason and analyze and either accept or reject the idea. If we reject it, then that's the end of it, right? But if we accept it, then the idea began to take form and shape in our mind. And as we continue thinking on this idea, we cause this idea to take wings, okay? Mm. So we along, invisible becomes the visible. So that's how. And simply put, that's how it works. That's how it works. See, our thoughts are powerful fields with authority and dominion. God has given us this. We have all this power. What are we doing with it? Hmm? Something good. So when thoughts and feelings agree, we have a marriage or a demonstration of manifestation. Okay? So there is power in our spoken words. So be careful what you think about and what you talk about. Because mm-hmm. as I said, what we think about, we bring about. All this power, we can bring about whatever we think about. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because there's a law of mind action, a law of demonstration. Now, that the law of demonstration is it happens in our mind first before the manifestation, okay? It happens first in our mind. We see it 
in our minds. It's like light begins light. Um, we do we what you so light is our consciousness what we think, and light experience is demonstration. So life and death are in the palms of time. Yes, it is. So speak life. Our words have vibration and seek their own kind. We draw to ourselves who we are. That's power, okay? We only attract to ourselves who we are. Our vibration, our vibration, um, Our thoughts vibrate on certain frequencies. Our thoughts are vibrations, and they vibrate on the frequency at which they are sent out. Okay? So you see how powerful that is. Mm. So thou shalt decree a thing, and guess what? It shall be established. Okay? So when one accepts Jesus Christ, the, the task before him is to free himself from worldly standards and make the, and make the will of God supreme of his life. So to accomplish this requires a complete transformation of character. And the, the pertinent questions asked by each individual is, how may this transformation be brought about? And all answered by uh, saying, renewal of the mind. Okay, renewal of the mind. That's all we bring about things in our life. We have to not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of our minds. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, when we talk, what we talk about, so be transformed by the renewal of your mind because we are joint heirs of Jesus the Christ. Yeah. So, how do we re- so, how do we receive this inheritance? It's ours, okay? We receive this inheritance by freeing ourselves of the worldly standards and and make the will of God the supreme aim in our life. Now, again, Romans 12, 2, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds, okay? That you may prove what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So we have a lot of power in us. We are powerhouses, so use that power wisely, okay? Well, all right. Now we've got about uh, 90 seconds, and we're going to be closing up really soon. Uh, Obviously, my clock is wrong, but we're going to close it out because we have uh, less than a minute right now. And I, I think I'll just leave it as saying, hey, Jesus says this, he says, you know them by their fruits. So you know, you know whatever your work is doing as well by the fruits that you bear. So be kind to yourself, be loving. We want to thank each and every one of you for coming on. You had a great day. And we'll see you again next month, but solution is here. So have a great day. Yeah. Love you. Love you. 
come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the female solution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows. Listen to our radio shows. Order our books. And be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Alingato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kujum, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-